Recess Creative Convos with your girls DeAndre and Cams. So today it's just us, just the two, of us. just the two of us, and we are going to be talking about what they don't tell you. What they don't tell you. Hashtag, Hashtag grind. So. We got to talking, as we usually do. Our pre-chat, our pre-podcast chats. And, you know, we've been doing this thing. We're trying our best. <laughs> Out here trying in the streets, <laughs> my guys. Doing these episodes for y'all. And f- there are some things that we realized that we've experienced that we would have not known outside of experiencing these things for ourselves so we decided to do an episode on these things like the things that we encountered so far thus far in our journey that nobody told us we would encounter slash experience also the hustle the grind (laughs) that comes with the work the work that comes with what you want to do and the things that you're all so passionate about and that you love so much, the reality is that there's a part of it that requires you to hashtag work. We're sorry for saying hashtag so much, by the way. It's kind of annoying. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. So that's what we wanted to talk about today because I do think there is an integral part of this process that you may not get on... Instagram or (laughs) YouTube or wherever you get inspired, you know, your favorite creative may not tell you the ins and outs of like what to actually expect when you get into your field and your passion. Yeah, you guys know like BTS and B-roll, that's like, that's what this episode is, basically. basically. (laughs) So, I have, well... I want to start here. Basically, when I first started, I kind of had... When I first started YouTube, I had an idea of, you know, what it entailed and getting the equipment and coming up with ideas and filming and all these different things. But there was just, like, other aspects of it that I would have never, like, been actually prepared for. As much as you hear about the negative side of it, like, possible hate comments or just whatever, there's more to it than just even that it's just like a whole new experience of having to continually put out content and kind Mm. of be this like robot in that field and when there is no I guess return on your investment like how do you continue or where do you find that motivation to continue or the grind as people would say um Cameron I know we were having a conversation and she was like I mean, people see what we do as fun and exciting and glitz and glam, but, like, they don't know at the end of the day what happens when you have to go home and do something for a client and you flip through, like, 50 pages of fonts, et cetera, et cetera. Listen, guys, there was a project that I had to do, and um, it was it, it involved some graphic work. And I literally went through more than 50 different pages of fonts trying to find the perfect font for this particular graphic. Because, you know, 
fonts speak volumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's important. And I I think when I what I what I was telling DeAndre is that when I titled this episode, I I wanted to talk about the fact that I think because well, because of the fact that creative being a creative is so in now, it's very trendy. It's, yeah, it's, it's a popular. It's very thing. it's the popular thing to be right now. I'm a creative. Um, I think so. That on top of the fact that being creative and being a creative is fun. It is fun because you get to do what you love, and it's you do you get to do cool things. You get to go to photo shoots. You get to take pictures for a living. You get to scroll through Pinterest to do research like that. That's cool stuff, but at the end of the day, like, it's not just cool stuff. Yeah. Like, we get to enjoy what we do because we enjoy what we do, but that doesn't negate the fact that it takes a lot of work. It's very, there are a lot of times where it's very tedious. Um, Being a creative involves having to stay motivated and stay inspired and that's not always the easiest thing for a lot of people like not a lot of not everyone gets inspiration from seeing like a leaf fall from the sky like it's not always yeah that deep you know it's not like you're constantly just grant like your your gaze are constantly grinding in your head and you're spitting out ideas and concepts like 24 7 every minute of the day it gets it gets pretty challenging and I think what I wanted to highlight in this episode was the fact that and I think this 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 kind of applies for all things in life all things in life require work whether you're becoming a doctor whether you're becoming an artist whether you're becoming an engineer like Every every single thing in life requires work, obviously. But I think I think it's easier for people to perceive that being a creative or working in a creative job is all fun and games or like all happy moments because you get to do cool things when there are some times when it's hard and yeah. sucky. And even like even when it comes to the administrative side of things. We still have to pay taxes. We still have to register our business. We still have to send emails. We still have to schedule meetings. We still have to remember that we scheduled meetings. Yeah. So, like, go ahead, Reem. I know a lot of people that, like, they, for them, they have to have a physical, like, schedule of their week, their life, their month, like, what's going to happen because they will actually forget and to have to plan and roster all those things and keep them in order and make sure that you're not overlapping different things as your life gets busier. Okay, so for you, Cameron, my question is, what is something what is what is something that you like to do? Something that you enjoy about the things that you do, like your job and and what you like your interests and passions? And on the flip side, what is something that really like grinds your gaze or like the most uninteresting or tedious aspect of of that same thing. I love coming up with ideas for stuff. I like conceptualization. I like ideation. You're very good at that. Thank you. I suck. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I I really like um hearing hearing what a person like 
if they have a product or if they have a, a song or if they have um, themselves, I like creatively expressing whatever it is they have to launch or do. Um, and I enjoy doing that very thoroughly. I love the research that goes into it. I love, I love everything about that process, conceptualization and that kind of thing. On the flip side... I hate <laughs> execution. <laughs> wow, I love how we're completely different. <laughs> it's not that I let me okay, let me not say that. It's not that I hate execution, but you see de- <laughs> you see deadlines and scheduling and like all that stuff, that stuff tires me. I find that's real work. Like <laughs> I'm just like, oh I think I, we're such a perfect pair though. I think so as well. But I love conceptualization and I love ideation and I I don't want to say I don't want to manifest this, but <laughs> scheduling and execution grinds my gears. I do I do enjoy the actually doing it. So like after all the scheduling and all the like the stuff, planning. Like after all the planning and we actually like on the day we're doing the shoot and that kind of thing and I'm like creative creative direct creatively directing shoots and that kind of thing. That's cool. Like yeah. I love on the day stuff. I love like doing it. Planning. Oh I hate it. I'm not good at it. (laughs) I'm bad at it. But for what I want to do and for what I see myself as, I have to. I don't have a choice. And I have to get better at it. Like, I don't have a choice. So, yeah. So, D, like, what is is something that you enjoy doing, but on the flip side, it's just like, bruh. I would say... To an extent, like, planning is kind of the same for me, except, like, in a different way. I don't like planning when it comes to, like, having to come up with the idea. So that aspect of it, which is why I said, like, Cameron and I are the, like, opposites. So if I have to sit down and, like, actually conceptualize a creative idea, I'm bossing my brain. And it's the worst thing in the world. Because I just feel like... Oh my gosh, could somebody just drop the idea in my lap and I'm so good at executing. I could just boom, 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 get everything I need, put everything together. Like, I know exactly what to do. But, like, don't ask me, like, what to do. <laughs> so, yeah, but so that's kind of like what I'm. I'm not great at or like what I do like even coming up with ideas for my channel I have like this note in my phone now where I put all my ideas and then I tick them off as I do them and that just keeps me a little more organized where that's concerned because otherwise I'll just be all over the place because I'm not so naturally good at that but I'm really good like if I get an idea yo it's wraps <laughs> like it's over for me I immediately like it's rare that I don't immediately execute it when I get the idea, you know? That's so... <laughs> we really are opposites. Yeah. Like, I have I have stuff Yo, sitting Yes, down. and I guess this one frustrates <laughs> me because Cameron would be the one. So it's, it's just like, I guess God just knows. <laughs> he just be withholding things. God but, knows. like, Cameron would literally be sitting down on, like, a million ideas. And she's just be like... To be honest, X, Y, Z is the case. So, like, I don't know if I could do it. And I'm just like, girl, we can do all, like, half these things. And I'm just over here scrambling, trying to find one decent thing to do. So. We make a good pair. 
We really do. Thank God. <laughs> um, I think another aspect in general, well, I could say for the YouTube side is um, people don't understand what goes into the like mechanics of YouTube when it comes to like equipment and editing, etc. Because I would say one thing is, and this just goes back to like the entire topic and why we wanted to talk about this is like people see the glitz and glam of YouTube and I'm going to vent about this in a second but wait for it <laughs> people see you know like the cute videos and the products etc but they don't see like how long it takes me to film like it literally if I have to like this new schedule I came up with which I've been failing at completely and shampoo <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I'm going to upload Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sundays. Like, people don't understand. That's a full-time job. Like, people don't understand. Only because it's not just about when I upload. It's about when I film. It's about when I edit. So those three things, filming, editing, uploading, are, like, three different days. Because, like, for me to do those three things on one day, I hate myself. Like, I clearly hate myself to do that. (laughs) So the truth is, like, as cute and as fun as these things sound, there's so much that goes into it and that's why when people talk about like being underpaid or being paid with conditioner like conditioner Mm. is not (laughs) going to facilitate the hard work and the time the energy spent getting this video done and like even emotionally mentally what goes into coming up with the idea and making sure it's done the way I want it to be etc um as you said that d in terms of that's why people kind of talk about being underpaid I think something to highlight is the fact that so I went and got this service done by this creative I'm not gonna say what it was or who it was or whatever but um I got it done and she charged me whatever price and I paid it it was good and then I told I told a couple of my friends what it was and how much it cost and they were like "Mm." and I was like I was telling them that I try my best not to like make a fuss about creatives' prices. Because I know that... I don't know what's going into why she's charging what she's charging or or why he's charging what he's charging. Like, I don't know what their reasoning is, per se. Or what it even took to get to that place where she could even charge clients to begin with. Like, the certification, Mm. all of that. Like, you don't know. Yeah, it's like... People invest time in themselves. People invest money in themselves, money in their equipment, money in educating themselves, their time. Like, time is valuable. Exactly. Coming up with ideas is hard. Like, I I was telling DeAndre this once. Um, it was it was really challenging, and it's still challenging for me, um, the business side of creativity in terms of like figuring out how to charge and how to monetize what I do because for such a long time I never really saw what I did as special or as a as a unique skill because I thought that it came naturally to everybody until I started realizing that okay this does not come naturally to everybody it is a skill that you've acquired and that you've honed and that you've developed so like it's it's something like it's not it's not it's not something that's normal or whatever so like i i when it comes to creatives and their prices try your best not to question it and if you do question it question it humbly and try to figure out why it is they do what they do because it's like 
it really is just not pee like it's not ice cream and and sprinkles like it's tough work Mm -hmm. and like I tell I tell I tell my friends like when I go to a meeting I come out of it (laughs) tired like I have to go and sleep afterwards because mentally it's a lot of work and I think because a lot of what we do as creatives is in our heads rather than like physical people are like people don't see it so it's like okay like what is this and how, how like how did this get from here to there? But um, I think it's important to note that it's a lot of work. I remember this YouTuber, Alyssa Ashley, she did her braids recently because she has, like, really short hair. And in the video that she made about her braids, she told her audience that she paid, like, five some 500 or something US to braid her hair. And everybody like was roasting her on twitter and they got on her and they were just like are you dumb are those braids gonna last you the rest of the year like just all this stuff and she was just like first of all that wasn't even the full price because i paid that plus tip so (laughs) she's like i paid over something and it's not your money. <laughs> I'm just like, Second you're of all, not even paying it. Third of all, I will do it again because I know mm. these braids are going to last. I like her service. I like what she does, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just like, that just goes to show people definitely undervalue the work that people do and like what they put in. And at the end of the day, yes, you can deem something as too much or, or not enough. It, it's all up to you. But at the same time, to criticize somebody for what they see as valuable it's, I don't think it's anybody's place to do that. Yeah, like I was telling one of my friends the other day that when I got into business is when I started gaining such an appreciation for business and small business owners. Yeah. Because I realized how much work it is, one, and the fact that at the other end of that service is a person with a life with kids, with a family, with bills to pay, with with random life situations. Like I was telling them that um, there was this one time that I had to go get my bumper fixed by this guy. And like he kind of kept putting it off, but it was because his like daughter was in the hospital and his wife like had something to do or whatever. And it was, it was, it, I didn't flinch because it's like at the end of the day, it's people at the, like, at the other end of your service and I've I got I like my compassion for business owners grew when I realized wow this is a lot of work and it's and it's people at the end of the yeah. day so something I want to talk about you know moving on is the the I guess the perception that people have of what you do and I guess the ease of it so for me personally I recently went to I was telling Cameron about this situation um I recently went to this brand event this launch event and it's like that's what you're gonna talk about on this podcast you're gonna get some trouble but I like it I like it I like the drama and the, the the reason why I want to talk about it is because... You better talk about I it, think girl. It's, <laughs> Listen. I think it is something very important to talk about because this is part of 
I think what people don't understand that goes behind what all of us do, even when you may see Cameron getting certain opportunities or um, being in certain projects, etc., you may not understand like what goes behind it. And even when people approach me or reach out to me about doing certain things, whether it's starting a channel, a lot of the times I get approached, like the question is, oh, you make money on YouTube? Like... <laughs> Listen, the Bruh. amount of people that contact she, me. Cameron called me out <laughs> of my sleep. <laughs> and was like, DeAndre, I just wanted to tell you, you need to charge people. <laughs> just like so many people are asking me about how DeAndre <laughs> makes money off of YouTube. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but like, that's not even the point, but that is like a part of it where it's like, you your first question or like your approach like I get it and I always tell people like you have to eat etc but that is your main concern right but you don't understand like where we we all had to to travel to get to the point where we are and a lot of us still don't even make much at all period like we can't survive on the things that like when companies reach out to us and they want to like I was saying before sand condition on shampoo we cannot eat those things like those things don't help us to survive yeah. so a lot of us, as much as you may see the glitz and glams and the events and the products, etc., it's still not even close to what will allow us to survive off of this avenue and, and, and what we do. And I speak for a lot of the other like influencers and YouTubers that I know, the girls that I went to the event with. So when we went, it was for a, a brand and there was this kind of... I don't know if, it, I, I don't know if use the word uproar, but it was kind of like an uproar on social media where people were talking about feeling, I guess, slighted that they weren't invited, etc. And I just realized, I feel like in Trinidad, and I will say this, like in Trinidad, there's this culture of um, where people feel entitled to things. Entitlement. It's like extremely. We are an entitled <laughs> people. We get free tuition. We get Bruh. subsidized gas. <laughs> subsidized <laughs> gas. <laughs> we are entitled. Extremely. And this is not to discourage people. At the end of the day, the assets and the things that you see come with being a creative and this, this fancy life. I guess it, it is attractive and people want to be in this for for those reasons as well but when Christophe mentioned on the second episode um the fact that passion will only take you so far he was not joking because we stressed out so much where what happens when you ain't get invited to no brand events for months <laughs> you know mm. what I mean what happens when nobody's reaching out to you what happens when the money is not coming in like are you still gonna continue and what they don't tell you is that being a creative is it's fun, it's nice, it's 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 joyous, it's amazing, it's attractive, but it's very hard when those external streams of of revenue or gratification it's just not coming, mm-hmm. and you have to find the like motivation or intention within yourself to continue going because that passion. Mm-hmm is running out it's right, like oh, yeah right. i love what i do but lord jesus i gotta eat lord knows you know so yeah i definitely feel like like that definitely made me question why people do things or what is your actual intention behind wanting to pursue yeah i feel you okay d so i have a question right um what do you think 
are some of the things that facilitate your grind or like what makes you want to work what makes you like want to be like okay or what makes you not even want but what makes you say okay but did not work i need to discipline the crap out of myself right now Mm -hmm. to get this done so for me it's been off it's been it's changed over the past few years i would say Mm -hmm. so at first it started off as like true passion but that was Mm -hmm. because i was like young and innocent and (laughs) it was nothing really (laughs) yeah there was nothing really influencing what i wanted to do aside from just wanting to do it Mm -hmm. so it was very easy to do it i just woke up whenever i didn't have class or school or whatever and whatever i was procrastinating and i (laughs) filmed the video i did this so i did that so that was the initial reason for my grind which at the time i didn't i wouldn't even say was a grind it was really just pure joy and motivation to do something but later on it came from missed opportunities mm. and that i th- i think it really fueled me to want to put in the work because i wow. saw how when i was passive toward the things that were coming so like transparency moment i feel like i could have been so much further with my channel at this point but when those opportunities started coming started coming to me I was yes I was younger but I was also just like unaware of how to maximize on those opportunities Mm. working with certain brands and not taking it as seriously or not making those connections as strong as I could have um seeing certain videos do well and not patterning after that trend I feel you and and just not being consistent when the the time was right for was right be. for that consistency because i mean truthfully on youtube at least if you know youtube and the culture of it you can be as consistent as you want but if your channel is not in the position to where youtube is trying to push mm. you or propel you in that way that consistency will go in vain and not that's not to discourage anyone like don't be consistent but there sometimes is that like wave of right yeah yeah where you jump and you get and mm-hmm. you get on it but if that wave is not there then it doesn't really do too too much so when that wave was there i didn't maximize and i saw how i suffered for it because mm. there was a time where my channel was doing so well and then i just locked off because you know what I mean? I didn't right. see it as super important to keep going. So that happened. And um, I think now where I am is just knowing where I want to be and where I can be. Right. And that is a, a super strong motivator. So when I see other people and I think seeing people who I feel like are very, like they're very similar to me, like their content or just who they are, Chizzy Duru. I absolutely love her. She's a YouTuber. She's not Trinidad or anything. She's from New York, but she's just like, she looks like me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Her personality, I feel like it's similar. She's funny. She's easygoing. She does natural hair content as well. She, I, I saw her like as she finished university, she just put her all into her channel and she blew mm. up and she had been struggling on YouTube for like four or five years. And when she finished school and she just decided like, you know what? I'm going to give this my all. She like blew up and started getting all the brand trips and sponsorships Mm -hmm. and collaborations and I was just like 
Yeah, it was just so inspiring because it's like, this is somebody who looks just like me in terms of just black, young, Mm -hmm. you know, we're around the same age. And I just felt so inspired, like I could do the same thing. So that's where I am now. Nice. What about you? (laughs) I honestly feel like I don't necessarily, quote unquote, grind as much as I should. But I'm getting there. But procrastination is like a real thing for yeah. me like insane like really bad so I've been working on that but I think one of the biggest one of the biggest um motivators for me I guess to work hard is knowing what and who I can and will be mm. I think that's a that's a big that's one of the big things for me like I was telling the I don't have any fears about where the both of us will end up. Yeah. Like, none. I see our future, like... Hmm. That's so raven. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to. But I, I can see our future so vividly. I can see us completely dominating and living, thriving in the space that I feel like God has called us to occupy. I can I can see us, like I can see us doing the big things that we we want to do and that that we dream of. The day-to-day is hard. Yeah. <laughs> the day-to-day is really tough. But that end goal, and I think that's that's kind of what we spoke about in terms of purpose. Like yeah. purpose is a big driving factor for me like I know that at the end of the day I have a certain path to walk in order to touch people that I have to touch or my like, thing is as as glamorous as being a creative sounds I feel like when it comes to purpose because you could be purposed in whatever category of life mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. whether that is an artistic feel or a social feel or um Medical field. Yeah, whatever. You could be purposed in whatever field. Each field requires a large amount of sacrifice, discipline, hard work, you know, stability, <laughs> endurance. Like, each of those fields. So whether you're an engineer, lawyer, a graphic designer, a YouTuber, whatever you choose to do. Everything. Creative director, videographer, yeah. it It will all come with this this bucket of 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 discipline and 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 just endurance that you need to have to withstand life because at the end of the day whether you're artistic or enterprising or social mm-hmm. all of these things get hard because yeah. of just the nature of life because yeah. life is just hard and i feel like that is something that i didn't know and that's something that nobody told me coming into what I wanted to do because life is hard, guys. Yeah. If no one's ever told you, I'm telling you now, life, life is, is hard. hard. It's tough. It's tough. And I was watching this movie. Karen knows. Lord Jesus. We've I've, I've been. Let me speak of it. I've been in a dodgy kind of place these past few weeks. So she has been. Um. When, <laughs> I, when I'm in a dodgy place, I she binges. I I binge. I watch TV or. 
oh, movies. And if you're my friend, you know, I don't usually do that. I'm not a big, like, movie TV person. I watch YouTube videos. That's my thing. So if I'm watching Netflix or movies in general, then, you know, something is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I watched uh, The Great Gilly Hopkins and... And at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, I guess, not really. Um, but at the end <laughs> of the movie, um, her foster mom was talking to her about just life. And I just liked the the just general idea of, um, I think if you're like me, if you're a F-type or N-type, mostly a F-type, you just romanticize mm. life and life is just mm-hmm. this idealistic thing, but... She what I liked about the concept is that it was very real. Like it didn't end in this picture perfect way like movies usually mm. do. It wasn't this fairy tale ending. It wasn't this super happy it wasn't a bad ending, but it wasn't a super ideal, perfect, happy ending either. It was right. just real. Yeah. It was just life. And you know, the girl Gilly, she wanted something that she couldn't have. And she was pleading with, you know, her foster mom about it. And her foster mom was like, This is this is the way life has to be. Mm-hmm. Life is tough. And she was just like, well, if life is so bad, then why are you so happy? Or why do you remain so happy? And she's like, did I say bad? I said tough. Hmm. You know? And it just resonated with me because the truth is that that is life. You know? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us, as we get older, as we come into the the 20s era, we fiddle with how to make sense of life, how to hmm. make sense of, of all of this. And, and we find it very unfair when hard things happen Mm -hmm. but nobody ever said that life was easy easy or a walk in the park or that everything just falls in your lap and if it is then I don't know if that's a life like to be (laughs) honest like I think the lessons that we learn things that we go through it it like those difficult moments are there for that like yeah to teach us for us to grow and more than that that's what I just really want to say like the whole point of that is like if you are on this journey or you are struggling and somebody recently even shared like part of their story with me and like what they're going through and what they're struggling to achieve because of their circumstances, the reality is for all of us, it's difficult and it does get difficult. And there will be happy moments and, and great moments, but unfortunately, those tough moments come a little bit more frequently for some reason. <laughs> but it's part of, part of what it is. Because when you get to where you're going you're going to realize how all of those things would come together to make sense of where you needed to, to go. Yeah, for sure. I think that all, all the experiences that we go through, and it's back to this journey talk that, we always, that we're always talking about, but all the experiences that we go through are character building, are self building, are yeah. growing experiences. Like we need it to become the people that we have to become to get where we have to go. And um and trust that we are talking to ourselves. Oh, for sure. Like that's what we always do on this podcast. (laughs) More than we are talking to you all. And I know that I feel like in like five, ten years, Cameron and I will both listen at like listen to these episodes and be like, Wow (laughs) We didn't know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um I think learning that I think I said this in episode two in terms of, like, your perspective. I think learning to see, again, all easier said than done. I'll always say that. All of these things are always easier said than done. But I think our perspective is important because I think if we see if we see our stuff, 
like, okay, what do I have to learn from this? What do I have to get from this season? What do I... And that's something that Joy says too. Like, Joy's in the room right now, guys. She's just chilling with us. Yes. But <laughs> she's like, what do I have to get from this season, this experience? And, um, yeah, I think everything in life is a growing experience. And I I kind of circle back to the point that I made that this is why I think a sense of purpose is so important. Mm-hmm. Because... It's what guides you when you when you're lost and when you feel like you see no light (laughs) like the road is dark there are no street lights you have no idea where you're going that sense of purpose is the only thing that like keeps you keeps you yeah stays you along i i i'm just like i don't i don't know i don't know what i would do if i felt like and that's the thing i think that's when like a couple years back, I was struggling so much because I I felt like I did not have that sense of purpose. Right. So I was in like a really dark place because I was like, I don't know what I'm here for. Right. And that was a really challenging place for me. And um, coming out of that, gaining clarity with what I want to do, it's still not super clear. But just like a little bit of clarity, the little bit of clarity that I did receive, I've I latched onto like purpose and that that has been helping me like yeah. uh, like I I do everything that I do and I I'm going everything that I'm going through and I allow myself to go through everything I'm going through with like with perspective because I know I have something to do I have something to get at like there are people there are, Oh, and that this is a big thing for me. I believe that every person is responsible for impacting certain people. And um not saying that they wouldn't get impacted if this one person doesn't impact them. But we all have but people that we're supposed to mm-hmm, I definitely believe that it's like it's the butterfly effect, it's the snowball, whatever it's called. I believe that us realizing and walking in our purpose will cause certain other people to realize and walk in their purpose and I was telling I've been saying this to like every creative that I've been meeting for the past how like for the past season because I thought this revelation was just like I'm just like all of you guys need to like get this we need to get this that I believe that someone is waiting at the other end of our creation and that's why I think as creators as creatives we have such a huge responsibility to create to be ourselves to exist in our creativity because I strongly believe that someone's breakthrough Hmm. I strongly believe that someone's even realization of purpose if I could go that far is waiting for us to do something for us to create an event I'm uh, saying what if Mark Zuckerberg did not make Facebook? Yeah. Where would we be, to be honest? And I just had to Google the creative Instagram. But I'm saying, too, if Kevin Systrom and Mike Kreger, if I said that name properly, <laughs> didn't create Instagram, and even the person who created YouTube, like, these things, we would be so not where we are. For sure. I felt so weird saying that for sure. <laughs> Don't let people take away your um your accent, <laughs> Yeah, but I'm struggling in the corner here. I'm just like, how can I sound more trendy? 
But um, as she was saying that, I just wanted to read something that I really like from Morgan Harper Nichols that she posted recently. She said, oh, I love her. I love her too. May you approach the season with gratitude and a deeply rooted hope that every day will teach you something that is an integral part of your growth. And I think that is helping me right now. Mm. Yeah, because <laughs> as Cameron said, as much as she could probably see the the full circle of where we would be, the day-to-day for her is... Tough. It's difficult. So, and even for me, sometimes I feel like the season by season is tough because some seasons are really great. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, da 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 And other seasons, it's like, oh my gosh, can I hurry up and come out? Because yeah. <laughs> this is really difficult. So, um, I really like that because I feel like it's encouraging to people who got into this field and, you know, whatever you're doing, you thought that it would be so fun and... and just happy-go-lucky and everything will be great. You make money, you have a good time, and then you realize, wait, Ooh. I was in over my There it is. <laughs> so, yeah. Have friends. <laughs> yeah, guys, so to kind of wrap, wrap this beautiful episode up, um, work hard. Have some perspective on your down moments because you'll have them. Surround yourself with people who will encourage you. Remember that each season is necessary. It's super necessary. It's teaching you something. And that life is that. Life is is, is made up of seasons. Mm-hmm. So even if this one isn't the most ideal this is not where you'll be forever. It's just yeah, you for have a, a time. You have a whole book to be written about you. Yeah. We're just on chapter five. This out of like twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> but but if you're in a great time of your life, like make the most of that. Mm-hmm. Learn from that too. Learn yeah. from your highs and your lows, to be yeah, honest. Your hills sure. and valleys. And just monopolize on it. Make the make the best of it. Have fun. Most importantly, I think we do talk about, you know, the woes of it and how we might struggle on the creative end, but have fun too, because... Listen, I enjoy myself. I don't yeah. know about you guys. <laughs> it's an enjoyable experience, as, as difficult as it may seem sometimes, like, this is what you love to do. Yeah, I think that's have why that's it. that's why it's so enjoyable, because at the end of the day, regardless of the sucky things that happen in life or, like, the low moments... You have like this, but I get to do this. And like, yeah. I get, I oh, and that is a, that was a big thing for me to switch in my vocabulary from my have to I get. Like, I know mm-hmm. that a lot of people talk about that, uh, talk about doing that. But when I started saying, I get to do this, or like, I get to, like, we had to record a podcast episode and I had to like, make a set of runarounds and I had to go oh, to yeah. my studio and pick up chairs and like go back to Mark's studio and, da, 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 and do all that stuff. And instead of saying I have to, I said I get to and I, it like completely, it's crazy how much it shifted my perspective because I'm like, instead of saying, I ha- oh my God, I have to go back to my studio to go and get chairs and then go back to Mark's studio, whatever. I was like, I get to go back to my own studio yeah, yeah, yeah. and go back to my friend's studio and record my own podcast that I have that's actually impacting lives. Like my switching vocabulary, it made such a it made such a big difference and I didn't think that it would. 
Yeah. So I think if somebody, like, if any of you guys want something practical to do that you, it might sound crazy, but try it and see if it works. Like, instead of saying I have to, say I get to. I think, honestly, that shifts our our perspective from this is happening to me to this is happening for me. And, like, you become a little more grateful. So, yeah. Guys, that's the end of this episode or no? I think we're done here. I think we done talk. We talk real plenty. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We hope that you were inspired by it or that you took something away from it, mm-hmm. from our conversations, from us giving advice to ourselves. And <laughs> let us know. We always encourage you guys to DM us on the at recess podcast Instagram to just let us know what 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 season are you in what are you going through what do you feel like you might be struggling with or what have you recently accomplished you know that you feel like is a milestone yeah i'd love to love to hear from you guys we don't want to just focus on negative we want to celebrate the The positives Mm -hmm. because i know some of you guys may be like whether you just bought your first set your first piece of equipment or Mm -hmm. you got a big breakthrough or just whatever let us know we we love to celebrate with you all and just talk to you all in general if you have any questions that you want to ask us advice etc let us know don't forget to subscribe to our podcast share it rate leave us a rating and a review review yeah and we can't wait to talk to you guys in the next couple of weeks we're out bye Bye. Bye.